Teenagers, the podcast where we subject a Gossip Girl and Friday Night Lights to a level of scrutiny. And ourselves, and ourselves, <laughs> our, our personal podcasting habits <laughs> to I, uh, a level of scrutiny. I feel... They definitely deserve. Yeah, absolutely. They absolutely, especially ourselves. Because you know what's fascinating? Especially us. You. Yeah. You. Well, no, us. You know. You. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I uh, I feel like like ten pounds lighter after that last podcast that we did last week. I thought it was really uh, just a load off my mind to get to talk about ourselves for a full hour. I know. I mean, we have so few opportunities to 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 really gaze right into the navel. So I'm glad that I'm glad that something crept in. No, but you know, I think that it was good. I think I think that you know sometimes we we, we have um, a variety of different approaches to our um, to to some or, of the yeah. to, well, I was going to say to the hiatuses that we've gone on. Sometimes we address them in in flippant ways. Sometimes we uh, sometimes we don't address them at all. Um, and this is, I think, our attempt to actually, especially as we concluded, you know, marry um, content and and method. Um, and I think after doing that, you know, I, I, I think that it's safe to say that everything will be different. Every, yeah, uh, no, it's a, it's a whole new world. You know what I it's, mean? It's a whole new world of the TFT podcast. It's, that, it's, that this it's is, like, this it's is like a systemic a, change. It's, it's a revolution. Like you're, you're Rufus, I'm Lily, and this new conversation that we've had is our love child living in Boston, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the old way of doing the podcast was our our Upper East Side penthouse, right? And then that then that then the podcast that we did last week is is Ivy inheriting that podcast, and then this podcast is us um, getting hailing a cab and going to Williamsburg, right? Yeah, quote quote unquote Williamsburg because I you know. It, it looks like it's like Dumbo or something, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's. I mean, this is a this is a thing that they they call it different things. I forget which they call which, and and but over time there is some instability. I, I tweeted this um, a few months ago. I was uh, around over the over the holidays in December. I was. Um, Bored and was watching. The, I rewatched the first couple uh, episodes of, of season one of Gossip Girl, ah. and they definitely they call it. Um, they they call they they reverse like in in that first season they reverse it a few times. I forget if they start by calling it Dumbo and then call it Williamsburg or vice versa. Um, but yeah, that definitely that definitely happens. You know, in the books, um, in the books, Dan's father is uh, is a poetry editor who lives in the West nineties. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's amazing, right? That that um, what is you know the the um, periphery keeps shifting <laughs> and it ships it is shifting at a, at a relatively rapid yeah. um, 
rate as well. Now, I just just today got an email from a, a friend of mine who's still based in New York, who is DJing at the um, at the opening of a new artist's loft in in uh, on, on McKinnon Avenue in in Outer Bushwick, right? So so you know if 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 there were new Gossip Girl media being produced today, right. or you know Gossip Girl the Next Generation, um, then the 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 you know this this friend of mine would be a character DJing this you know playing playing experimental uh, jazz uh, 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 records at at a artist loft opening in in out in outer Bushwick. Outer Bushwick. Yeah, no, no, not inner Bushwick. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's very different. Um. So, uh, but you know, up on the Upper East Side, it it seems like they're uh, you know processing their grief at at Cece's wake. So maybe we should actually return to the to the uh, you know the purported subject matter of this podcast. Well, yeah. Well, no, but I think that's this is where we are. I mean, I think that um, no, I, I would like to continue to just make opaque metaphors for an hour um, that are that are increasingly less germane. Um, that start at a moderate level of of germaneness and then just. Get even further off base. No, but I think that I mean I think why why we were joking about everything changed. You know that Gossip Girl has a variety of types of cliffhangers that it likes to pull. Right. Um. And and this and you know that it always it often sets them up. Um. You know at these. You know the way that the season is structured, and I don't know. I mean, if the production is is anything like the production schedule um, and the uh, means of producing uh, the series are, are worth discussing. But like, you know, Gossip Girl is a series that often has. You know, it's it's almost on a quarters system, right? That uh, that there is a first quarter of the season, and then a like mid semester break in the fall um, and then a run of episodes out to Christmas um, and then a long holiday back until January um, a run of like probably five to six episodes and then a three to four week break um and then and then it's back on i mean is this typical i I don't you know because because um of 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 the waffles and the various other means of of watching tv i I don't know i don't know what standard anymore in terms of a season and this you know idea of a season it like like a um album is kind of uh, obsolete as we discussed last week i mean yeah well that is exactly it i mean the idea of a season is obsolete and it's because um, of the kind of revolution in television that followed uh, The Sopranos, you know? And so once you started doing these 13-episode these seasons, that's not long enough to do several sub-arcs. There's, you know, there's right. one sort of arc per season right. uh, in The Sopranos. And, and um, so, right, so it's difficult to, uh, you know, so now, now these shows have to... Um, these 22 to 25 episode shows, which was the you know traditional length of a season uh, of a television network television season anyway before that, have to compete with these these like super intense short bursts of uh, mm. of TV. Mm. I was actually I was thinking about it with Showtime. I drove by a Showtime billboard the other day, and um, they're just about to start up Nurse Jackie. Again, oh wow! Again, which is a show that I that I love, and so the you know these things get like they get sort of tagged to a season, and you, and you get like a shot of these eleven episodes 
uh, you know, all together, and you have to you have to keep doing that. Now, the the networks who are buying twenty twenty four to uh, sorry twenty two to twenty four episodes um, for the big shows uh, can't do that, and so they they cluster them around these times that used to be known as as sweeps. That right. is to say, months where the ratings are extra important because it's been agreed by convention that the re- the ratings from this month will determine the advertising rates for. You know, uh, for the coming quarter, right? And so those are, uh, as you know, as you can guess, those are November, February, and May, right? And so, so still, it's kind of it's kind of a legacy of that that old that old system where you see the the new episodes of these big of these you know full season shows. Clustering around those, clustering around those times. There are a lot of other. There are a lot of other those sort of counter programming things to consider with a show like Glee. Um, Fox takes it off for American Idol. You know, right, 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 uh, right. So because Glee has a slightly, and well, and then also it goes off, tends to go off for the World Series as well. Um, and so, so that's less. Whereas, I mean, I think it's interesting is that sweeps. Um, even though sweeps is, is the reason on a show like Gossip Girl, um, it fits reasonably well. I mean, they're not really in school anymore at all. They're not even pretending to be in college, but it does fit somewhat with a rhythm of an academic year, right? That, that every season starts, uh, in, in September. Um, and then you have kind of, again, it, it's not quite a full semester, but there, there are arcs, you know, there both are these bursts, but then they kind of hang over to various degrees to create um, something of a unified piece, yeah. um, but the point the point uh, the point is is that you know we're we're at one of those breaks right that about three weeks ago we hit one of those um, breaks which is why there hasn't been a tremendous amount of uh, urgency for us to tie up the loose threads. Um, on, on on Gossip Girl and the CC dies episode um, was the was the penultimate episode um, in that in that run and then CC's wake is is the is the the finale um, and it ends with among other things um, um, Ivy Dickens inheriting um, most of of CC's um, um, wealth and and property um, and and kicking Lillian Rufus out uh, uh, out um, of of the apartment um, and of what. Um, Georgina um, a making a kind of pact with with Blair that that Georgina um, will will set things right. We'll get uh, Blair out of the uh, out of the dowry and the yeah. marriage um, in, in exchange for some sort of satisfaction, some sort of vague satisfaction um, that she will that, you know some some sort of favor. Some yeah, sort right, of which she will exact request. at a time to be determined, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, at, at a at a, a in a in a season finale to be determined. <laughs> Um, or a series, yeah, a season finale. And then finally um, with Georgina kind of uh, abdicating the role of Gossip Girl and uh-huh. kind of mailing, like, and it's interesting, like physical mailing, um, it, it reminded me of like the Olympic torch or other, th- or the like the suitcase that contains the nuclear launch codes, you know, well- th- that the that the president has to have near yeah, especially because the, in this episode Georgina explains that the way that she became gossip girl is by hacking, right? right? So it's and I, I like and and like so mailing, it's like visit like UPSing a laptop to Serena, who you know presumably will be will be uh, in doing so she's invited her to become the new gossip girl. 
Yeah, well, it's like once once Serena like opens up that laptop, it will like it, it, it's like the uh, like the Venom suit in in the Spider Man franchise. It, it will grasp a hold of her and, right. and start to control her. Uh, that's why it's important. Um, but it's, because I mean, there's a lot of in a lot of cultures, there's this idea that like an artifact. Uh, is passed down along with the social role. You know what I mean? Like the chief wears this headdress, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the you know the the pope has this funny hat, you know. And right, but th- what's interesting? This is the laptop of fake Gossip Girl. Right. That, that's what's being passed on here is not Gossip Girl because that's like a, the login codes to a to a website. And uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure that that you know that that. All that is Gossip Girl um, is is on the cloud, right? So, um, and that the, all this is it was, um, you know, the way that Georgina poked through into that, um, rather rather than any essence of of, of Gossip Girl. So that, that's that's kind of curious as well. Yeah. Um, and then, well, then the other the other piece that is is changing in that like last kind of frantic montage um, of that episode is. Is is Blair coming to um, coming to the loft um, and 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 making out making out with Dan and also calling him Dan right calling him right. his name um, but that and that is the thing is this you know the biggest kind of resonance of and I think even the everything everything's going to be totally different or whatever yeah. um, voiceover is over this kind of um, this this shot uh, this this rotating shot right and it, it starts to be a full rotation and then it becomes a kind of interrupted rotation of like the world is like is, is like the rush the feelings there are so many and everything is happening um, and I think that the question is is that um, and this is something that we've talked about a lot lot um in gossip girl over especially in the last you know two um like you know within the last year and even and um like within this season and in the previous season is the possibility of of systemic change um and and we've definitely posited a working theory about gossip girl in part because of of the combination of the meaning and its view on social power um and and the narrative structure of the show is is somewhat is is inherently um conservative and so the the question is uh, and and that that um as a result has you know, limited the show in certain ways in that, you know, the really, there's not very, been very many permanent additions to the cast. You know, the, the, we've worked out most of the permutations of hookups. And I mean, in some ways that is, you know, something that we talked about long ago is that Dan Blair was one of the, the, the final line segments that had not been uh, completed. So the fact that it's completed, it does kind of like blow a gasket in it. Right. Like, it's like, it's like, it's like the, the game is over. Now you just have to either change the game or you just keep going through it, through maxing out the achievements. Right. Um, if, if that makes sense. Right. It's like when you beat a video game, um, there's a question of how much replay value is there. It's like, um, um, do you get? Is it actually the end, or does it unlock something new? Um, like there's, I think a Mega Man game, I believe it's Mega Man Four, where you you think you reach the end, and then there's um, like it turns out that the 
final boss was not the final boss and there's like a uh a, a more intense final boss behind him and there's like, you basically play another game after you beat um b- beat Mega Man 4 like you beat the the game that's set up for you uh-huh. so i think there's a, uh, and then there's other games that you 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 beat the game and then you can go through and and get three you know, stars on every level yeah get three stars on every level or you get like little medals or whatever the little uh-huh. um bonbons are um and so it'll be interesting to see whether whether what what Gossip Girl will be from here on out, whether it be little dropping little bonbons um, as as you go through, or whether this is really a commitment to a, a structural change um, that will actually potentially, you know, obviously not be a decisive break, but will start to. Um, open up potential avenues for new relationships. I mean, you know, is this a world where Ivy is a permanent uh, character and you know, like replace, re- replaces uh, Jenny um, as uh, you know in in this world, um, and in which some of these relationships become stable, uh, or 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 are they going to gossip girl this? Right. Yeah. How will they? Yeah. How will they gossip girl? How are they gossip girl at this time? You know, it's I. It's funny. I, w- I was thinking about personal productivity, and um, do, do you have the uh, the the phenomenon? Do you have the experience in your life of like when you start a new academic year or something like that? Like this is going to be the year that I'm organized. Or with me, it's like I'm thinking about like, I'm doing my. my I, I just now. say every year. I just say I'm going to make it through this year uh, if it kills me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, like I'm on top of my taxes this year. Uh, I'm gonna collect all those expense receipts. You know what I mean? I'm gonna log all my deductions. I'm gonna like you know. I'm well, sure. Gonna, I mean, that's interesting. Why do you, I mean? Do you think? I mean, because well, it, it's you see, you think there's something specific funny. to the academic year? Because um, no, 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 I mean, it's, it's I tend, not. To, it I, I tend to do it more at the academic year than at than at January because I. You know, in the nearly, you know, in 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 most of my um, adult or all of my like life, essentially, other than the five in which I was not in school, I've been continuously in an academic environment, either as a student uh, or or an instructor, um, and so the year starts at that time. So. Sure. Um, yeah. So if I if I'm going to be making any types of um, any types of resolutions, they're, they're happening in September for sure. And well, right, like, and and you know, it's true, kind of, with any cycle, right, with any sort of cyclical, uh, cyclical thing. Like maybe at your birthday, or you know, I, for some people, on I, I don't know, I've never kept a, a New Year's resolution except one. I kept one in my life. Um, what was it? Uh, I stopped drinking soda. In, right. Uh, in two thousand six, and so uh, I have I have six years. I call it soda sobriety. <laughs> I've been, you know. Uh, uh, been off this stuff, but I was a real fiend for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And like uh, with so the thing about sobriety is, if you're not now, you never were. But- yeah, <laughs> reasons not rules, as they say. Reasons not rules keep us strong. <laughs> that's a that's a straight straight edge mantra. No, that's but that that actually makes a lot of that actually makes a lot of sense with the kind of thing that we're. Uh, with the kind of thing that we're talking about, right? That is to say, if you have a reason to exercise every day, uh, it, it's going to, you know, be a much better New Year's resolution than just kind of arbitrarily declaring uh, that you're going to to um, to exercise every day. And uh, you know, ditto comes with any any other sort of f- fresh start. And, and what I, what I have been well, that's, to- that's just because you know th- there's a difference between kind of internalized 
directives, whether they are their social norms, I should do this, or this is, you know, this is central to my identity or to my, to my existence. Um, and, and things that, that rely on some type of enforcement, right? That, you know, the, at a certain point, um, without a, a, some type of intrinsic motivation, the, the compliance is going to fall off because, um, unless, unless there is a, the, workout police or the sobriety police uh, um that is well, yeah, but it, that, that, but what, that is on top of you what it, the, what it the, uh, the, the peacemakers the <laughs> <laughs> um making sure that your games always are hungry and and the odds are forever in your favor the, yeah the the idea the idea is that um you have to identify your interest with the thing that you know what i mean with yeah, the thing yeah, that, yeah. the thing that you're doing or misidentify your interest i mean but you have to you know in order for anything like this to have any staying power you you have to identify with your interest and the 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 uh the thing about gossip girling things gossip girl gossip girling things is that they um uh, what there there isn't really there there may be kind of rules for change, but there aren't reasons for change. But uh, you know maybe maybe there are now, uh, if only because they've you know done a lot. They, they've kind of worked through every other every permutation of the the you know relationship connections as you described, and uh, you know maybe something. But it's you know I mean it's 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 interesting that you d- that you talk about. Um, Oh, uh, what the essential conservatism of Gossip Girl and and the the result of a state of flux perhaps could be uh, either a new order or, you know, certain relationships becoming more stable. Right. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. The, the idea the idea is that, you know, it's not like Derridean free play, you know what I mean, replaces the stable order, right? It's right, not this right. kind of multiplicity of, of forms, this kind of chaos, you know, misshapen chaos of well-seeming forms. Uh, it's uh, that replaces order. It's order that, you know, it's order that replaces order. And, uh, uh, right, and, and that... And often the order is, like, more than likely, like, not so different from the previous order, right? Like, there's only, there's a limited set of imaginative possibilities of what order will look like right um and so even if the actors are very different you know um it's it's um it's it's there 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 is not necessarily um they're they're not kind of restarting with a blank slate right this is reminds me of um i think what went down in was it season three of gossip world when jenny becomes the queen right and 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 she, you know, for a while is is I'm, this is going to be a different kind of regime, um, and it, and for for a variety of reasons it doesn't work. It, you know, in the end, um, um, she goes. I believe she goes wild. If if, if memory serves, <laughs> if memory serves, uh, spoiler alert: Jenny goes wild. Um, and so, um, but and actually, but, but, Taylor Momsen also kind of went wild, didn't she? Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Coming this Courtney Love like. Uh, you know, I don't know, uh, rocker chick. I would say Courtney Love Light rather than Courtney Love Like. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, and so you know that that um, that that the you know she only had a limited repertoire on what 
wish to build of kind of symbolic and actual tactical levers to pull, right? That there's, you know, that... Um, and this is what we mean when we talk about uh, uh, systemic, you know, systemic tendencies. You know, you know what I mean? Like the, the sort of the system of high school, at least the way it was... Um, set up, you know, only allows for certain forms of social organization to emerge. And that beats the, you know, because every podcast is always already a podcast about the wire that, you know, um, <laughs> like David Simon says, in the end, you're compromised and have to work with within the limits of whatever institution uh, institution that, you know, that you have. And so, well, you know. I think well, the, the other side of that is that if you go outside of that, you are at a certain point, you become unmoored completely, right? That that um, if, if you go so far, there, there's a certain point at which um, if you try to really reinvent radically, you're, you're not even people aren't even scared of you because you are crazy. Um, you know, that, you, you know, that 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 there's only so many things that you can do and still be in power. Power or or getting things that you need, and and at a certain point, you you kind of clo- you shut yourself off. You 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 become unintelligible, or you become a nomad um, rather than. And so and so, the, just a desire to engage uh, in in social interaction, either um, either in a more dominant way or or in a in a um, in in just as as a follower, um, just a, a desire to engage at all has a, a conservatizing force right that that it, it can it, it, it that itself exerts a tremendous amount of 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 range of limitation um because otherwise there would be just a tremendous uh, of uh, you know eternal um fissure everything would just split off and be these um and we just get smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, and obviously, at different places and times, there's more te- more of those tendencies where people actually don't care to connect or dominate or um, or, or interact. Um, but there's 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 there is there is heterogeneity, and as long as there are some people that want to engage, there's going to be a, like at least increment uh, replication of of social forms. And so you know that Ivy. Um, you know, even if Ivy sticks around, um, and, I, I, and and obviously, I think that at least Ivy in the apartment will be Gossip Girl. But I think that there may be some kind of a hybrid that emerges in which she is incorporated into this, and there's some kind of a um, truce that that is drawn. I don't think this is gonna. I don't. I mean, I, I think it would be pretty un. It would be pretty. Um, unsatisfying if she is rejected completely um and so yeah, the question she's, is she's rufus and lily's love childhood that is just yeah. she's just like in an episode or two she's dispatched you know to head back to wherever she came from never really to be heard from again well and, and what's interesting is that why i would suppose that that's not the case um is that it seemed like that's what was happening at the season finale last year, right? That she was one of these people that's around for a short period of time um, and then and then gets dropped, but she returned. I mean, she's been a... I, I don't know what the actual level of, 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 of kind of casting, whether she's been a, 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 a featured uh, actor. I don't even know what the level is. She's levels. been a recurring, char- recurring character. I actually haven't watched the credits in, in, in a while. If she's in the show credits, I mean, a long Alongside um, Blake Lively and and then yeah. 
uh, then she's at one level. And then if she's in, and also starring or a guest starring, uh, she's at another level. But it's... Um, right, 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 right. But no, but she's been... I mean, she's been recurring. I mean, she's been... She's been regular, recurring, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And and even, you know, when the the cast uh, appeared in public with Mayor Bloomberg, she was she was one of the people that was there. Oh, there you go. Um, um, and so, so, yeah, there's definitely... I, I mean, there seems to be, you know, at the level... Um, of you know, even going beyond the the world and at the level of the production, there seems to be an interest in kind of adding some new pieces here, right? And this is a little more than just a a Hillary Duff who's who's around, uh, who's tell us is to to OM three, right. you know, like um, um, which is a a subset of going wild. Well, uh, we I've can like, always, yeah, sure, we can always uh, we can always hope for another OM three, you know, that's. Um, everything will be different. Uh, <laughs> uh, which, by which I mean, I guess it would be like two dudes. Is, is, is he, every, everything will be different version um, of, of that. Um, but yeah, so I think that that's. I mean, that is where where the the state of of play is. I think going to to be. I mean, if there's any of these characters that is likely to be at the center of things kind of changing, I think it's it's her. But it's very likely that the real Charlie Rhodes or, or Lola may stick around for uh, for a while as well. I mean, I think a, you know, Gossip Girl's version of everything being different is these kind of recurring guest stars being around for whole seasons uh, and for whole calendar years um, rather than a stretch of three to four episodes, right? So that they're, they're still not not exactly um and then there are the georginas um that come back at, at a pretty regular annual rhythm um in, in an almost migratory <laughs> fashion right um the you know the 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 georgina returning to san juan capistrano you know uh, or whatever um and 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 so i think that that type of recognition that there is actually rather than it being you know rather than this world being impermeable that in fact uh the thing that is that is that is constant really is that 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 a kind of unchanging um conservative front being uh is 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 kind of a fallacy and really the organism is a living organism that incorporates other things into it right so in some ways that that this new vision of of this world or the you know the creators um realizing is that um you can have this sort of bacteriophage of uh yeah of what yeah. the the Upper East Side sort of absorbing pathogens as they try to enter the bloodstream. Well, and and what this reminds me of um, actually uh, is there's there's kind of two connecting things, right? So one is a one is a, is actually in another series that we've we've talked about a few times on the show is it's Downton Abbey, um, and and something that happens uh, near the end um, of of series two of, of Downton Abbey um, is once um, the youngest daughter um, has decided to run away with the uh, the Irish leftist um, the um, the Dowager Countess um, and and um, and Lord Grantham are um, are walking away, 
and she says, "Oh, you know, we've we we've incorporated far worse than this. You know, like we we can spin uh-huh. this. He's political. He's uh, he's a writer. Like we we can incorporate him. Yeah. Uh, this is this is no problem. Um, or at least is not the the greatest social challenge we've ever had to survive. Right? Exactly. It, the, that is not a a radical systemic. That, that that does not shatter the entire foundations of the the symbolic order. Like it, it creates these these small openings, um, and there's there's sort of a moment of rupture and incorporation that ultimately does change the whole the whole organism. But like and so that it's not this completely you know just an iceberg drifting or, you know or a glacier that's just moving unchanged. But but it is more like what it was than um, than something totally different um i think the other model i I think the uh, the similar um detail of that or there's a similar um uh detail from gossip girl that shows us uh, a similar social process um is is cc's irish wake right that and and the whole you know as lily is walking in for the wake she's saying oh this is going to be this this waspy you know state affair stuff yeah very stuffy, very, very exactly this kind of, you know, we are the, the this this Anglo-Saxon stock. And they walk in and it's an Irish wig. It's an Irish wig and it's, and it's both, you know, uh, very clearly ethnic, um, in, in, at least in, in opposition to um, waspiness. Um, and, it's, and it's very much more working class that the help is, is there. Um, and you even see the coat of arms says Fitzgerald, right? right. So that there is some identity that in fact... Um, um, that, that Cece, even though a lot of her role that she plays and, and very early on, you know, part of her role was marking Dan as an unacceptable outsider and she had that attitude with Rufus as well, hiding their live love child away, etc. She herself um, was is, uh, appears to have been assimilated into this social order. And well, sure, right? Like, and, like, and, 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 yeah. and becomes, I mean, it becomes one of its spokespeople and, and sort of enforcers and like, there ain't no believer like a convert. You know, right, right, and, and I think that that is potentially the role that uh, I, that Ivy Dickens could play, um, and um, and Lola as as well. So I think that there are these these actors that are going to start to play these these enforcing rule roles, um, even as the th- the rules that they are uh, enforcing change. Right, you know, so that, that, that I mean, there's this dialectic between reasons and rules that kind I, of um, goes off of what we were talking about earlier. It's kind of funny you uh, you describing it as ethnic. I mean, it, and it describe it reminds me of another social order which has over time incorporated uh, uh, outside. Uh, outside groups into it, groups that had been previously excluded from it, and it's the it's the idea of American whiteness and white people, mm. right? Mm. Because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. the Irish are to you and me today, they're white people, right? And, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And but, but there's but, there but very much they, so. Yeah, there, there was, was a they time were, when they yeah. were not white people. You know, yeah, I mean? exactly. Even at, at Italians as well. Um, right. That that there there you know a lot of the politics of immigration in the 19th century America. Um, I mean, right, this gangs of New York, right? Yes, that's um, exactly it. Um, is is that there there was this distinction distinction between sort of Anglo-Saxon British stock and um and or, and, I and mean, Germans Dutch Germans and Dutch yeah. right um versus Irish and um and 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 
what and and Italian and Italian um, and Spanish. I mean Catholics, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, so there's that dynamic in in American history, and, and also then also I think in um, and I'm less well versed in um, in in English history or the history of Great Britain, but you know that there there are dy- dynamics um, as well, even you know about the long history of 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 irish politics uh as as well in terms of of, of nationalism um yeah it's and, also and, i mean there there with the accents and things uh, th- there is kind of this awareness of your your geographical origin and it kind of marks you you know in a way yeah. that I, I mean and i guess that's true of every place and it's true of america also because you know if you start talking with a southern accent people are going to start making assumptions about uh, about you, which may or may not be warranted. Um, well, sure, and and even in New York City, there are these these micro accents, right? Of of Queens versus Brooklyn versus Staten Island um, versus you know the upper upper East Side versus the upper West Side um, versus, versus outer Flatbush. <laughs> Outer outer Flatbush is generally a a, a, a midwestern uh, <laughs> accent. Oh no, Bushwick, Bushwick. Sorry, outer Bushwick. Yeah, outer the, outer Flatbush is actually just generally uh, Caribbean um, <laughs> Caribbean Islander, <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah, I'm on. Um, yeah, well, well, speaking of of outlying districts, yeah, being speaking of regional, a- speaking of regional differences being being you know really enforced by the uh, by the social order. Um, <laughs> Hunger Games, the film adaptation of Hunger Games came out this weekend, which which is for me remarkable uh, as a movie about teenagers. It's remarkable for its um, almost utter lack of fucking. Right, there actually is a, a sex act that that is very very gently alluded to in uh, in the final paragraph of the final book of the trilogy of young adult novels. Uh, See, this is very interesting. So, right, because um, you you. Alluded to this even more. You you gently alluded to this gentle illusion on the Overthinking It podcast. Yeah. Um. But but this being the the spoiler friendly podcast. Um. So there's there's some there's some implied boning at the very at yeah, the very and, end. And, and what it is is the narrator Katniss describing. Um, and it's uh, it's funny. The romance plot is uh, this is what I said on the Overthinking It podcast. The romance plot is dispensed with in a paragraph. The choice between the two, uh, you know, the two potential suitors. And it strikes me that um, that that's appropriate because that's actually not really the subject of uh-huh. uh, you know. And it has to do with ulteriority, like what what the what the work purports to be about versus what it what it actually is about. Um, yeah. And I mean, I you can see it in, in the article I contributed to on overthinking it, and in the, in the other podcasts and things like this. What what I happen to think it's about, but so there there is this implied boning, and the way it works is like this: she talks about her choice of of par- partner, of sort of life partner, as things sort of settle down, and. Um, Go ahead and spoil it. I mean, I haven't read them yet, but you, oh, you know it's, how I feel. It's Peta. Gail's too angry. Gail doesn't. Uh, Gail doesn't sort of. Gail's brooding and, and angry and is off like uh, administering something in an outlying district, or no, in a more central district, in like District Two, uh, where the the military is from. But and and she decides that like after all the trauma of war and things like this, it's Peta's you know strong bread making arms that she needs in order to just <laughs> have the strength to to go on. Every day, and um, it's uh, 
Uh, and so it so she describes and, and what period of time do, do the does the whole trilogy cover um because she starts it starts uh, when it starts she's what like 16 um well she's 18 yeah she's 18 it's i mean and it's kind of you know that last chapter covers like may cover a lot of ground in time because it's like you know after the war things you know things took a while to get back to normal and then it's right. like, so it's like it's like the like montage that's at the end of a lot of 80s movies sure. and it's like you know like um Cinna is now like doing hair and makeup in a small blah 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 well, and no, like I mean, no he's he's not he's dead but... he's dead right <laughs> Cinna dies <laughs> yeah All right. He, Am I dies, right? he dies in book two. Yeah. He's he's going out to get his new port cigarettes. And Rue kills Cinna. <laughs> and the and yeah, and uh the Vulture blog publishes an obituary the next day. Yeah. Um so you know, and and but it's the, the way it's figured is like when you know when Peter kissed me, I, I finally gave in. I fi- you know, I finally like put up no resistance to his kissing and even sort of, even sort of liked it. Um, uh, even sort of liked it. And then, th- th- then period. And the next sentence begins afterward, comma, <laughs> he looked at me and he asked. And so right in that one word afterward, I think is the, is the, um, is the allusion to the to the boning that yeah, uh, either that or just like the right like the deadline was just bearing down and uh, and, and it's just like blah, 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 like afterward the kissing <laughs> so um, no i think you're right i think you're right um but I, then i think i i, I think total, the total kind of, lack of boning is the point that i was trying to make right but i mean you know in some ways also that's not surprising because I mean one of the first things that we we came to when we you know one of the the essential um, ironies um, uh, about um, the these fucking teenagers podcast is that you know these you know right that that are you know is is our teenagers fucking and the answer is no these entertainments are rarely about or you know none of the entertainments that we're about are primarily uh, or that we're watching are primarily about the boning or or attempts to bone um, and even though Gossip Girls publicity in in season one was 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 really ramping up um, the salacious um, sexiness um, you know we've we've talked a lot about um what what it what that is is about and about natures of of social power um and i so that i think that you know that you know if the hunger games is very much not about boning um and on the you know it's at a very surface level is about political and social power i think the question is um is is to what extent you know on on the the surface given that the protagonists are teenagers and that there is a a you know political struggle at the heart of the whole series and there are you know and 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 the kind of various political and social arrangements are at the heart of of um of the first book and, and the movie i think the question is um you know is this part is is are the hunger games um or is is, is the hunger games series a part of does it fit within the um scope conditions of uh, of these fucking teenagers and is this something that we will continue to look at um and discuss over time um and if so then what kind of tft um what what, what type what type of tft is this and what, what is the particular relationship between 
teenagerhood, um, fucking and not fucking, um, and 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 uh, uh, you know, or you know, adulthood, better spoken, and um, and 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 sort of institutional uh, institutions in society uh, does does it represent? I think uh, in that, your- so okay, yeah, I, I think it's not something that we'll talk that we'll continue to talk about because I think the worldview. Uh, is is a little incoherent, you know. It's not, yeah. and yeah. And, it, and that's to be expected in a novel that is narrated in the first person by a teenage girl. I guess, even though it's about her political awakening, it's not really about uh, her political awakening. It's about sort of, uh, it, you know, it's about her kind of reacting to intolerably oppressive, uh, intolerably oppressive conditions. Um, but it's uh, you know what I think this series is about. Here's I mean here's what I think this series is about, uh, and and why I think it's odd that there's no boning in it. I mean it's not odd given the the if you know things about the circumstances of its production and the target demographic and things like this. But why why boning actually would be a welcome addition or a um, uh, uh, a uh, an addition that's of a piece with the rest of the world. I think it's I, I think it's at some level a work about the um, the effects of abstra- of uh, institutional power on the body, right? Uh, mm, the, mm. In the backstory, in the kind of near backstory of the character, there's a mine explosion that killed uh, that killed her father, um, killed Katniss's dad, and this is like the background for for. Uh, everything she does, and like she's yeah, I'm aware. I, I you know I saw I, I have not so I, you know as disclosure I've not read the books, but I saw the movie, so I, I got that in the the tracker jacker flashback, the tracker jacker flasher backer, um. <laughs> right? And that well, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the the um. So she's kind of a child that's been raised in in the woods, literally in the woods, kind of beyond the uh, outside the outside of outside of social boundaries, and so is a kind of do her own thing sort of person, and doesn't sort of doesn't respect any any sort of social order, and even like in the third book when a resistance movement, a, a, like a national resistance movement, is organized and eventually topples the capital, she doesn't fit in well with the, the resistance movement because its sort of command and control um, mechanisms are, you know, just as, as oppressively restraining to her as the, the capital's command and control uh, mechanisms had been. But, but by sort of focusing on the specific uh, the specific acts the sort of bodily acts you know uh yeah. slashing you know uh, smashing with the brick in the one in maybe sort of one of the gorier uh, killings that you see um and then and this is more in the book than in the movie but there is this sort of obsessional fetishistic focus on food the meals they have mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. on the clothes that cover her body and especially you know some of the clothes that are like on fire so th- there's like a physical sensation and then on um uh, these these very detailed like descriptions of like the waxing you know that she yeah yeah the, yeah the beauty well because what, what this strikes and, me and, like, as relating getting in the bath and like just wearing a towel right. while they wax at her thighs and things like this um like uh th- this is a um i i mean actually waxing you know beauty grooming in general is is one of these things where you sort of you you have a body and then you have an ideal and it's like how do you bridge the gap between you know between this real body and this sort of ideal uh of 
of uh, appearance. And the idea, the idea, furthermore, that these 24 kids are sort of sacrifices to a greater social good, mm-hmm. and that through the... Um, you know the entertainment of watching them kind of mutilate and destroy uh, one another's bodies um, in a in a what a kind of grotesque reenactment of the war that you know followed whatever series of political and natural disasters led to uh, the post apocalyptic world and the Hunger Games. Uh, they reenact the war as they do that. Their bodies sort of pay the uh, their their bodies become the vehicle uh, mm-hmm. whereby a social message is um, is communicated. And the thing well, that I reminds think, me. I think that's right. Well, most. I think what's what's interesting here is that this you know as you describe this relationship. Um, between kind of bodies and social and political power. I mean, what this makes me think of is, uh, is, is some of Foucault's writing on biopower. Um, and, and this, you know, this technology of power that is, is very much about the, the manipulation and control over, over the human body. But I think that what's interesting is that, you know, the Foucauldian notion of power is very similar to a lot of the power, types of power that we've been talking about in the world of Gossip Girl. That works is 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 networked and discursive um, and, and malleable, and is really much more in this world of kind of custom and and habit. And you know, even Foucault, I think, talked a lot about sex and reproduction as a huge um, element of of biopower. Um, whereas in 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 the in in the world of the Hunger Games, the nature of the and I, I know that this was discussed a little bit on on the main OTI podcast, uh, but the notion of of power is very kind of literal. It's is very much the you know the first face of power of like you know raw kind of doing things to the bodies as opposed to how one views the body. And obviously, I mean what you're describing. The, I'm, I'm guessing it sounds like the book teases out a little bit more, but not in a real in a way that is. Really Really interrogating um, the kind of relationships between these forms of power and between institutions and and individuals in, in this kind of robust way that even a gossip girl yeah, um, not, is necessary. not in any not in any way that really would be satisfying to us mm, or to yeah, our audience. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, here's like a, another question that I had um, is that. You know, because because there's so much. You know, I so I I, I you know I think like many people enjoyed um, enjoyed the film, and I think I probably will um, read the books uh, as a result. Um, but you know, as I was um, um, leaving, um, I was I was uh, talking to to Cognac uh, and said, "So wait, so tell me more about this political system. They must go into more de- detail uh, in this into the books." And I was you know sorely uh, disappointed to learn that that, that that's not the case. You know, and and and, and you know the kind of origin I. I Want to know more about the, you know, much more detail about the the civil war and the social origins of it, um, and and the nature of of the institutions um, that were set up immediately right. there. there. Are two kinds, and I sorry, I forget where I read this. I should I should be able to cite this, but there are two kinds of science fiction or kind of speculative fiction, right? There's the kind that's concerned with world building, and then there's the kind um, that's not. And the actually a very good example that was given in this post on the internet that now I forget was like Margaret, Margaret Atwood was like a handmaid's tale as a kind of, you know, you don't need to know how, um, 
you know, uh, how these, this class of women whose bodies are community property because they, they can bear children. They alone among women can bear children. Um, you, you don't know, need to know how this came about. It's more, it's more allegorical than that. I, I you know what I mean? I guess rather, right. ra- you know what I mean? Rather than being something with a kind of George R. R. Martin or J.R.R. R. Tolkien or Isaac Asimov kind right, of, right, right. uh, you know, just uh, uh, ambition to create a, a a whole system which seems internally consistent. Which is interesting, though, because as much as you know, because I am a a, a social scientist and political scientist um, by by discipline, you know, that's what I want to see. Like, I also in reading, I I rarely enjoy. Like, I actually that kind of heavy fantasy or science fiction that built engages in this kind of world building um like oh, so i you never didn't like really... you didn't like pete fenzel's uh hunger games extended universe <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I liked it the first time i heard it uh, when i hung out with him over the weekend oh. by, by, by the time i engaged with it the third time on overthinkinghit.com <laughs> well the, 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 the readers don't have the same luxury you have as living in the same uh, no, no, no. living in the yeah, same yeah, town yeah. as pete yeah yeah no, 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 no. I, I kid. Um, no, no. I mean, I think that right, exactly. I mean, I, we we talked about this um, a lot. That I, I, you know, when we were having that conversation, um, the the uh, you know, I, I I talked about wanting to write the the political compliment to Docking J. Yeah. Um, that, that that is that is that is going into that is even maybe maybe even like the Hunger Games episode one, right? That is the the prequel trilogy to the Hunger Games or something like that. Um, and 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 looks at the interface between you know biophysical uh, outcomes and and political system. I mean, I think one of my major questions also is even about um, what the the larger international system. Uh, in which Panem yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I, there's uh, no, there's no country outside of North America that you know about. You know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah, it's this void. Well, right. I mean, I think that because you don't really have a sense um, that. The, right, because you see, right, because there are no districts that are that are off of this continent. Um, I mean, and but given the technologies that the capital has, you know, you, it would seem it would it would seem plausible that if there were if there were any other you know metropolises, they would bump into them and either join forces with them or conf- conflict with them. Um, and if there were more kinds of hin- more hinterlands, they'd be exploiting those hinterlands. Right. right? Um, and so, I mean, the only thing that's really kind of consistent with this world is that it that it is the only continent that is left. Um, and I and it seems that that's somewhat. I mean, obviously, it's just um, not. Not there, um, but but what I was going to say was something even um, one notch more fundamental, which is, you know, why we're just kind of taking it, taking what we were talking about at first with the Hunger Games and, and turning it, which is, you know, is it important at all that this is about teenagers, right? That 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 you know, the, the cynical view is. Um, 
you know that 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 the author wanted to have a book that sold to teenagers. Well, that's the and only. So- I mean, yeah, but not <laughs> even to teenagers. Like those are the you know young adult fiction is like a big is a big segment for for actual grownups. You know what I mean? Sure. So I mean, like- yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, all of the big young adult fiction franchises. I mean, I think right the big three right now are is you know is in the last 10, 15 years is Harry Potter, Twilight, and now this right. Um, and they've all kind of and this one is is a juggernaut because. You know, I actually, I mean, this is telling the fact that, you know, the social phenomenon of the Hunger Games is interesting because I was not into Harry Potter or um, um, Twilight, either the books or the films, and yet I was there on, you know, opening weekend to see the Hunger Games. Um, and so, in, uh, so, I, so, so that's, that's, that's something. Um, but yeah, but, but because, you know the the this is just the I, I I wanted a little more. I, I guess this is what it is is that um, I I like there's so much about the aesthetic in the world that is very compelling um, that just even even without going into the deep fan fiction the deep kind of um, you know working out the implications of this um, political uh, of this system for politics and economy in the way that these kind of joking fan fiction uh, would even just this you know thinking through like if like why teenagers why are we sacrificing the teenagers other than the fact that that then gives us teenage protagonists um and you know that you know this is in contrast to even things like it's been a while since i've seen battle royale um but you know battle royale is another film that is often um that is that is often brought up um in conjunction uh with the hunger games in that it is uh you know kids killing kids on a reality show right this is the japanese film yeah. uh from the last 10 years or so i believe and there's, um, and some, I, there's I, some intimation in that movie that it's a response to like a wave of teen crime or something exactly like that. exactly yeah. that, that that the that that you know in that sense it is you know the social problem that is that they're desiring to control is a teenager related problem right and so that this is a um right um that that in some ways the solution seems at least somewhat appropriate right that if if then and there is about more about fear than hope right whereas i mean i feel like i'm trying to think that the hunger games is a battle royale solution to um you know a like you know, a, a a a colonial imperialist problem, <laughs> um, for lack of a better word, um, so, and it, so maybe it's a, just not, a Star Wars problem. I guess it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. It, it's um, it, it, it's a battle royale solution to a Star Wars problem, um, and 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 as a result, yeah, just. The, the 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 fa- the the simple fact of why teenagers and the fact that that's not really resolved also kind of writes it out of of TFTness um, in a, in a way in that the other shows that we've uh, all of the other uh, shows that we've considered in, in various degrees are about um, you know teenagerhood insofar as that it's about 
um, fundamentally about transitions and about kind of almost the permanence of transition in right. various ways sure. uh, and about this, this kind of pro- the processes of individuation um, of, of the relationship between self and society um, and of, of kind of awareness of, of individual preferences and of, of, of economy and, and society and, and, and politics, you know, in these kind of fundamental ways. Whereas in, in the like the Hunger Games at a core, it's just like, hey, teenagers, we're taking in the teenagers, uh, <laughs> right? I'm sure that in the world of the of the Hunger Games, it's like because the you know in order to strike at uh, to strike at a community, you take care, you take away its sort of its most hopeful people, its children. You know what I mean? Like you you know its most precious you know sort of little angels or something like that. I I think it's I think it's teenagers not because of any Why? Why why not take the adults? <laughs> not because of any in, intrinsic qual- quality of teenagers or teenagerness. It's more that uh it seems crueler, you know, to 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 rob someone of their life when they have a lot of life ahead of them. Uh and and when they are notionally under the care of their parents and and should be yeah. should be sort of tended to, it's crueler yeah. to take that person uh, and and rob them of that you know of all that life that remains to them. I, so- I guess part of what that is, is is what's hard about this is that it wants to. So I think what's what's tricky here is that because of the world that's been built, um, and, you know, and that this is a kind of a, a situation where there is largely you know a, cap, a collapse of the economy, and obviously there is you know there are pockets in you know I guess you see that I, I say that in part because um, you know in um, district in District Twelve there's um, very little you know autonomous uh, economic activity. And they're essentially like hunter gatherers, um, but that um, you know that that as a result, in many of these districts, in fact, they're they're actually you know this is something that that we've talked about a lot on this podcast that the teenager um, dumb is a um, is a product of the industrial revolution, um, and so you know the fact that a lot of industrial revolution is rolled back uh, or yeah, I, really I had that thought actually like, in this world, like then teenagerdom is also rolled back substantially. I mean, to the fact that when we meet Katniss, um, she is the provider for her. She's the provider. And, and you, you have a sense that that's, that, that is kind of, um, the case throughout, uh, in in many cases. I mean, I, that's just a, you only get glimpses of that, the film. Um, and so that is, is weird because at the same time, this is being sold, you know, if, if to teenagers and to people who have been teenagers in a world where teenagers still exist in a world um, where teenagers in a world um but no but you see what you see what i'm saying that, yeah, that, it, that, it is i had that thought actually a lot while i was reading the book when she she describes in her very very long flashbacks um where you get a lot of backstory about life in district 12 uh pre katniss getting selected for the hunger games um where she talks about going to school and it's kind of like why why go to school? You know, all, if all you're going to do is mine coal, uh, that does, that presumably doesn't take a lot of, you know, I don't know, calculus, right? Why why do you even need high school? You know? Yeah, I think that's a that's a really 
Well, well, where else are, are you going to meet the boys that you are torn between? <laughs> um, <laughs> right? You know, yeah, I mean, th- this, this is, is actually... Exactly, yeah, yeah. This is exactly... Yeah, we didn't get into this on the Overthinking Podcast, but, you, but you're, you're absolutely right about this sort of social and kind of technological construction of, of the teenager as a category. Yeah, and I mean, on the one hand, you know, you, you, could, you could make an argument that these things... You know, stick around like the like um, an institutional appendix, right? This vestigial um, um, social organ. But I think that in this time, I no, mean, I don't scope, think the we, scope of dis- of destruction of society that's portrayed in the books seems like it would eliminate that, especially in these kind of boondock yeah. boondock outlying uh, districts like twelve. Yeah, that, and, and, and those that are like you know very lightly governed, it seems, right? Um, Wait, in, well, in I, I had the feeling that 12 was like a, a municipality, you know what I mean? Whereas a lot of the other districts were probably a lot, a lot better. Like 11, which, which apparently is the black district, though, uh, though I, I had thought it was like Nebraska, Kansas, um, you know, uh, agricultural uh, places with like wheat fields waving and whatnot like this. Like 11 is, is presumably a lot larger in area and uh, uh, area and population. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas District 12 is just like, like sort of West Virginia. Um, and West Virginia is some of like yeah. Southern Pennsylvania, uh, Ohio, Kentucky kind of. Uh, right, that's pretty right. big though. It's, it's Appalachia. Yeah, but the, yeah. you know, it's only ever, it's described as, as almost a town. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, 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 and, right. You know what I mean? And that like of the client states or the client provinces, I guess, of, of, uh, of uh, you know, the nation of Pan Am, the, the um, this it's is, an empire, right? It's an empire. Sure. Like, okay. Of the empire of the empire of Pan Am, this one is the closest to being kind of a city state, right? Uh, uh, in size, rather than being a sort of province in size, right? And right, because it's it's like the the clustering of people right above the hole to the mine shaft, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just convenient, right? Because it's like they want her to know everybody, right? Like. Um, I don't know. The more I talk about it, the less enthused I become. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I mean, no, I think I, I mean, still read the, read I'm, the, I'm going to read the books too. Yeah, I, I think uh, you should. I think you should read the books and and especially read them with an eye towards uh, anything anything approaching a uh, re- a political message or a revolutionary political um, ideology, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think we we could um we we, we could definitely come Except back to not, them. I mean, this Yeah, they're not fucking and they're not teenagers though. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, it's exactly, a little hard exactly. to uh, it's um, a hard it's a little hard to, you know, focus on them. No, but I think that we wanted I think we needed to at least um devote some attention to them um in in part just because um it is the thing that is going on with teenagers in it right now right uh, and so even you know that 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 uh it, it is one of the major things in in the popular culture sure. um and is you know f- far bigger especially now that we've dropped glee you know just d- absolutely dwarfs the the comparatively niche entertainments that, that we focus on right i mean i don't have a good yeah. sense of the size of gossip girl's audience but in comparison to something like the hunger games i mean it's a drop in the bucket right yeah, uh, absolutely 
Um, and so, so it's 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 worth our while to to pay attention. Um, that said, um, I I was. Um, you know, I think that we are nearing our, our summer vacation. So already, um, and then we always do have these recurring gaps, um, in, in, um, in 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 Gossip Girl, and so I mean, I'm always thinking about other things to uh, to turn our um, to, to turn to. our lens to, yeah, turn our attention to. Um, and obviously, we have ongoing um, Friday Night Lights, and so I think we're due. Um, I forget if if um, if Gossip Girl's back this coming week. If so, we'll probably return to Gossip Girl, and then after that, do a um, a Friday Night Lights. But if there's still another week before Gossip Girl's back, then maybe. Um, then then maybe we'll get another Friday Night Lights in. But I think that there's, I mean, there's just, there are a lot of these types of um, uh, media out there. And you know, not everything with teenagers is going to be a TFT show, right? And so in some ways, I think discussing uh, Hunger Games in this way, I mean, obviously we got some mileage out of it, but it still does not... You know, I don't think we could really add it to the Pantheon in a, in a sustainable way, Um and it's 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 much less of a fit, even even of things like Latter Day Glee or um, and Skins was a good fit as well, right? So this is less of a, a good fit. So I think it's good to occasionally find these things that are out of scope, um, and and kind of fits with the the kind of boundary drawing that we um, that we that we did last week um, as well. So I think we we'll, you know we'll, as we kind of move through the vast world of teen oriented uh, uh, entertainments, um, I think. We'll have an eye to to this kind of exercise of is this a TFT thing and what kind of a TFT thing is it? Well, what kind of a TFT thing do you think it is, listeners? You can email us at tftpodcast at overthinking.com. You can uh, tweet us at TFT Podcast. Uh, find the Facebook page. You can uh, call or text 20 fat jog one That's 203-285-6401. Uh, this is episode 60 of the TFT Podcast. So, hey, uh, thanks for sticking it out with us. Uh, 60, uh, 60 episodes. I forget what wedding anniversary that is, but I think it's a big one. Um, 60 years. Uh, yeah, is that... I don't know. 75 is diamond, I think. I, 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 I was going to say diamond, so it's not diamond. Yeah. Um, hmm. So uh, we'll see you next, uh, next time, and uh, we promise, you know, we, we, we won't devote a lot more time to uh, shows where... Uh, uh, we have neither teenagers uh, nor fucking. No, we, we will, however, talk about biopower. We will, however, talk about, uh, you know, Foucaultian and Derridean, pretty much anything. We will talk about uh, social orders being replaced by uh, social orders. We'll talk about how Gossip Girl will Gossip Girl all the Gossip Girls. And most of all, we'll talk about these. These fucking, fucking teenagers. Teenagers. <laughs>